The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome into hour number two on the SportsGrid Network Series 6 channel 159. It's the early line. It's Joe Ranieri. It's Donnie Wrightside. And we're going to take a look at some college basketball action tonight. Four games between 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock you're going to want to tune into. And we're going to start right here. 677, 678 on the rotation. The Duke Blue Devils and the NC State Wolfpack setting the table for this one. Duke comes into this game as a three-and-a-half point favorite. The total listed at 144-and-a-half. Duke comes into this game 11 and three overall, two and one in the ACC. NC State, 11 and four on the season, one and three in the ACC. Just some quick notes here. Duke, winners of five of six games, top five. How about this? In offensive rebounding in the country and also shooting a stellar 79% from the free throw line. If we look at NC State, winners of three of four, they do play with tempo and don't turn the basketball over all that much. Duke, in-state rivalry versus NC State. Any looks here tonight, Joe? Yeah, well, I mean, NC State, this has not uh, been a, uh, typically over the years, a, uh, a quality matchup for uh, no. NC State. 62 no, and 94 yeah. all time. They've lost three straight to the Blue Devils, 14 of the last uh, 18, coming off a tough loss against uh, Clemson uh, in mm-hmm. that last game, 78 to 64 on the road. But they are home, which is where, if I'm NC State, that's where I want them. Uh, Listen, the reality is uh, Duke just beat up on Florida State. You know how? Uh, By crushing their shots, hitting uh, well over 50% of them in the game. Really good stuff there. They're really starting to come into their own, uh, Duke. And you got to say, hey, what is the number? Four, maybe? Four and a half, somewhere in that ballpark there? Yeah, not a great matchup for NC State here. I would only look uh, for the road favorite. I don't like laying, Donnie, uh, this time of year with these conference games early on. We saw it last night with Virginia. Didn't like it there. Uh, These these conference road favorites laying points early on here in January. Yeah, but in this case, I think Duke's the better team, and I think they're really starting to turn a corner. So um, I'll lay it here tonight with Duke, but not something I like to do, only because I trust the shooting of Duke more than NC State. 
Two good teams here in the Big East. UConn and Providence going to tee it up tonight on FS1, 8.30 p.m. 14-1 UConn, 3-1 in the Big East. Providence, 12-3 on the season, a pristine 4-0 in the Big East. Some quick notes on this game. UConn did open the season 14 straight wins before dropping their previous game to Xavier. They are very good on offense and very good on defense, which is certainly a deadly combo. But have a Providence, seven straight wins coming into this game tonight. And a key if you're looking tonight, UConn. Has a propensity to foul. Providence loves to get to the free throw line. This game's sitting around that five and a half price point for a home dog. Are we biting on the dog tonight, Joe? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I know the uh, here's how it works, right? The public sees UConn lost its last game. Oh, there's no uh-huh. way they're going to lose two games <laughs> in a row. No way. Well, the problem is Ed Cooley here in Providence has been absolute cash cows when it comes uh to being a conference dog at home guys uh he has been absolutely he's one of the big east best coaches as an underdog 93 67 and 1 58 percent for cooley and providence here now granted uconn's got way more talent donnie and we know this right they do but that doesn't mean uh, coming off a loss, we're going to get the kind of response everyone thinks we're going to get. I love the Providence uh, and their ability to be able to stop that run-and-gun offense of Hurley and UConn here. This is a tough matchup for them, and uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, Donnie. Uh, you're going to give me Providence as, what, a two-possession home underdog? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I'm good. Give me Ed Coley and Providence to cash another ticket here tonight. Let's welcome in the radio audience here. You're listening to The Early Line on Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. It's Joe and Donnie here in the AM in hour number two, previewing the college basketball card. The only shame of it all, too, is now where Providence plays is the Amica Mutual Pavilion, which we all loved it. Where are you playing tonight? At the right. Dunkin' Donuts Center. It's always supposed to be the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Yes, we'll see if the that DD. comes into fruition tonight. Exactly. Yep. You're playing at the Dunk tonight. It's so simple to uh, go over. Missouri and Arkansas, another good one. Top 20 matchup here in the SEC. Missouri, 20. 12 and 1, Arkansas 11 and 2, just getting underway in conference play because Missouri only 1 and 0 in the SEC and Arkansas 0 and 1 there. Tempo, tempo, and more tempo. But we do see Mississippi, excuse me, Missouri tonight getting seven and a half points from Arkansas. How's this game playing out? Are we biting the dog here or leaning with the home favorite? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I do think Arkansas, uh, with that energy in that building there, uh, it's going to be a tough go for Missouri early in this one here, right? And, I mean, they're a much-improved team, Missouri, right? There's no doubt about that. And uh, we they've been playing some decent basketball, but, my goodness, uh, Arkansas, especially early in games, in, instead of laying the, what, eight-and-a-half, nine that we've got here, I anticipate that Arkansas feeds off that crowd. They have a very good first half, but then watch out uh, because Missouri is, uh, they're not going to lie down. They have more than enough firepower to be able to uh, keep this game close in the end, uh, but I would much rather be on the Arkansas side early at home, to have that lead at the half, I think they're laying three and a half or four in the first half. I would go that route before I go uh, the full game. 154 and a half here in college basketball. That's certainly a lot of points. We'll see if they can get mm. over. Also, TCU Baylor, another top 20 matchup here down in the South. 141 and a half is a total. Minus five and a half is a favorite towards Baylor. We're going to talk some NFL next, and we'll be right back. Mm. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last if that game does get replayed. So let's take a look at the MVP market, which was top all the way through, but looked like we had a clear-cut victor that could have been Jalen Hurts. He gets injured. Now it looks like at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Joe, we still have a clear-cut victor who is now Patrick Mahomes coming in at a minus 850 price for regular season MVP. Joe Burrow is 8-1. to Jalen Hurts 12-1. to Josh Allen 15-1. to And Justin Jefferson 150-1. to If we're looking at it here, we'll take this first step. Is it just so easy to say, enough, it's Patrick Mahomes, and nobody else can be included in this race? Is it that easy, Joe? Well, at this point in the season, it probably is, right? I mean, especially for the MVP race, it's probably already been uh, decided here. Although, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes has had a couple of uh, do-or-die games here over the last month. Uh, against teams that they should absolutely uh, have to beat. But in in great Mahomes fashion, though, he has made sure the Kansas City Chiefs have not lost. Uh, Houston, uh, what he just did with Denver. Uh, so I, I think it's probably already locked up for Mahomes. I think the, the Burrow-Josh Allen battle uh, that was supposed to take place on Monday might have played a role in maybe changing a, a couple of voters' minds. But uh, now that that has not happened, uh, I don't see how Patrick Mahomes does not uh, end up with this award here this year. Joe, we got heavy prices here, obviously, on Mahomes, and rightfully so. He's playing the Raiders. Right. doing have a good defense. If they win that game, there's a legitimate chance that they could take over the number one seed. Again, this is all pending, like what is going to happen with the Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals. But if we start to play a little bit of devil's advocate here and take a look at Jalen Hurts at that 12-1 to price, let's say Hurts comes back, even against backups against the New York Giants, flames them. 275 in the air, three touchdown passes, 65 on the ground, and another touchdown here. And Patrick Mahomes doesn't play well. They don't beat the Raiders and don't become the number one overall seed. Or 
there is a lot of emotion that goes into some of these voting, you know, criteria because human beings yep. are voting on human beings. Joe Burrow is eight to one. Josh Allen is 15 to one. Let's just say this weekend in an emotional game, if the Buffalo Bills do play, Josh Allen plays well at home, and then they have that rematch or restart a game against the Bengals. He plays extremely well, and they win that game here. Could that propel him from a 15-1 to 1 into that top spot? Or am I letting my emotions get the best of me and say, hey, Donnie, come on, that's not going to happen here. It can't happen. Well, I mean, you're right, Donnie. The whole recency bias uh, thing yes. certainly does influence this, uh, the whole award voting situation, right? Uh, we've seen it year after year where guys forget how dominant some players were early on in the season, yes. uh, and the only thing they remember is what they've seen over the last month. Uh, having said that, um, I think we'd be having a different conversation if Hertz uh, didn't go down here and miss the last couple of uh, weeks here out of sight, out of mind. Now he's going to be taking on a team uh, in the Giants who have nothing to play for. They're a two-touchdown favorite. Um, I don't know how that's going to uh, – I don't know how the voters are going to look at that one way or the other. Uh, but, listen, he's the guy, and depending on what they decide to do – uh, with the uh, with the Bengals and uh, Bills game, you know, those two, you can make the case that if that is a game that is isolated on its own, uh, Donnie, and, you know, let's say they play week 18 this week and then they decide that we're going to make up that game before anything else happens, that could also be a determining factor in who wins this MVP award because there ain't no oh. bigger recency bias than watching Burrow and Josh Allen on a standalone game here uh, when the season is over for everyone else. Yeah, and we did have that too Monday. I mean, the way that game started, it looked like it was going to be a pinball machine with both quarterbacks going absolutely yep. ballistic in that game. 55-degree weather, no wind in Cincinnati in January. We're probably not going to see that scenario again. We'll see how it plays out. AF, excuse me, NFL Comeback Player of the Year, and this is bias for me. I have a Saquon Barkley ticket mm -hmm. at 14-1. to 1. Saquon played okay. Ooh. The Giants won. Fantastic. He's got 1,300 yards on the season, 10 rushing touchdowns. That is my guy. And then I see the FanDuel Sportsbook open up with Christian McCaffrey at a plus 150 because he was gifted to the 49ers, a very good football team. They're on a win streak. Now he's the favorite in the clubhouse here. Joe, come on. Like, I mean, can you use your influence here to bump Saquon Barkley back up here so at least I have a legitimate chance to take down that 14-1 to ticket? Help me out here. Lay the case. So he's an inch, it's an interesting situation, right? Um, because Saquon, comeback player of the year, his numbers this year are pretty much, I believe, just about what Christian McCaffrey's are, right? Give or take. Um, but what did he do? He got hurt in week five of last year, right? Uh, but he was back in the lineup in week 10, wasn't he? So, I, don't, I mean, comeback player, um uh i could see listen he absolutely deserves because i think a lot of fans think of saquon barkley as a guy that you know he's missed like three years now like he's yes. where's he been Correct. he's always been hurt so i get that and he has been absolutely phenomenal but i absolutely think a case can be made for jared goff for geno smith uh even christian mccaffrey who uh unfortunately um what it wasn't good last year either too another injury situation was eventually shut down with that team before he was eventually traded early on this year to the 49ers um 
I don't, I, I think this is the closest race of them all because the case can be made for McCaffrey, Smith, Barkley, um, and Jared Goff for that matter. Um, I mean, anybody see Detroit doing what they're doing? And they're doing it because of Jared Goff here, not because of the defense. And Geno probably makes the best story, right? From a, from a narrative yeah. perspective, that's probably the best story. Will that be enough to get him the votes? I don't know. Uh, I don't see anybody who thought Saquon Barkley and the Giants would be in the playoffs here uh, with nothing to play for in Week 18 because they've already clinched that spot. Yeah, it's it'll be, like between McCaffrey and Barkley, they're probably pretty much written here on what they've done this season. But Geno Smith picks up a win early in the day. Then Jared Goff knocks off the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. You might have a real, you know, one-off between those two guys because yep. that's the last thing we saw. Hey, they made the playoffs, both of these guys, or one of them knocked somebody else out. That's going to keep an eye on that. And certainly Geno Smith at a plus 165, something to keep an eye on there. Now, AP Coach of the Year here. We got a dogfight up top. Nick Sirianni, plus 175 at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Mm -hmm. Kyle Shanahan plus 175 off the FanDuel Sports. Well, Brian Dable, who's my favorite at three to one overall, mm. they're already in the playoffs. They're probably not going to do much this weekend. But if we just take a look and focus on the two coaches tied, Sirianni and Shanahan, the Eagles, I think, or sh I should have said Nick Sirianni and the Eagles might have the upper hand here. They win, they clinch the number one overall seed. And what can the 49ers do at this point? Okay, hang on to the number two seed. It looks like, again, recency bias, where it looks like it was Sirianni's award, lost that grip. But if we're just lining up week 18 the way it's supposed to go, the Eagles are going to beat the Giants if the Giants put their backups in. How can Sirianni lose this if that is the case? He loses the game, and Dable gets it. I oh. mean, that's kind of, uh, right? I'm just saying, Man. I mean, if we're looking Spicy. for scenarios in which, yeah. you know, Dable could garner a lot of recency bias if he's got no desire to win a game but ends up winning it against Sirianni on the road anyway. Uh, but for the <laughs> most part, there's really, the Eagles have been the team to beat. We've known it since about week six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Uh, and they have maintained the status quo. There's nothing they've done to make me look at Sirianni and think uh, it was a fraud uh, in any way, shape, or form. That'll be determined in the playoffs, but as far as coach of the year, nobody's done a better job with that team than him. I mean, you just sent shivers up my spine there, Joe. So we're talking about David with backups, beating the Eagles, dropping them from the one to the five seed. What kind of happy new year is this? Oh, my goodness. How do I continue with this show? But we're going to talk more NFL coming up next. Make sure you keep it here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Rolling through hour number two right here on the Early Line, Series XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network, keeping it in the NFL. It's Joe and, Joe and Donnie here in the AM on a Wednesday, getting you what you need to know here. Now, we do this each and every week where some of these lines will end up. Maybe the trickiest week of the season to predict this because why? Sometimes we don't know who the quarterback is. We don't know who the starting lineup is, who needs what, and the motivation factors of everybody involved. And you know where we're going to kick it off with? You guessed it, the Jets and the Miami mm. Dolphins. Why? We don't know who any quarterbacks are going to be in this. Where is the motivation here for the Jets who have been eliminated? And are the Miami Dolphins still thinking they're good enough to make the playoffs? Well, with a win, that certainly will increase their chances. The FanDuel Sportsbook, Joe, opened this game up at a minus three and a half price point here for the Miami Dolphins as a favorite. That line is now minus one. Why? Is it Skylar Thompson? Is it Teddy Bridgewater, the broken finger? Who is it going to be? And more importantly, do we see the Miami Dolphins as a favorite at kickoff Sunday at one o'clock? Mm, no, you would have already <laughs> seen it, Donnie. Uh, I mean, the fact that this was a field goal game, yeah. um, you know, home field advantage at all, and it kind of should be, right? Um, forget about what the Dolphins were five weeks ago at eight and three. And uh, if they had played this game there in Miami, they'd probably be closer to a six and a half point favorite, right? Uh, but yep. yeah, no, uh, this is not the same Dolphins team it was five weeks ago. In fact, they've lost five straight. They could very well lose six straight and be bounced in one of the most epic collapses we have seen in a very, very long time. And listen, the Jets are a lot of things, but uh, the ability for the Jets in a division rivalry here to come to Miami and knock out the Dolphins, this is, uh, this is not a good situation. You almost wish that the Jets were like they were in years past, where they need to lose this game to get a better draft pick, Donnie. Uh, and this is kind of what we've had in, in years past. But yeah. the Jets in week eight, they may not be in the playoffs, but they ain't in line for any draft picks either, which means they've got nothing better to do but to make sure you're playing golf with them next week. So I agree with the line move. I think it's going to end right around a pick em, uh, Donnie, when it's all said and done, no matter who the quarterbacks are for these two teams. And how bad has it been for the Miami Dolphins where basically your scenario isn't oh. that bad? Go out, handle your business against the Jets who have been eliminated, yeah. and then sit back and hope that the Buffalo Bills bring their A game to the table against the New England Patriots and beat them. You're in the playoffs here. But also, we can extend this a little bit further. Let's just say the Miami Dolphins just come up lame. Skylar Thompson starts. They score 14 points. The Jets, who were already, as we said, eliminated, end up beating them. The offseason for the Dolphins. What does that entail? Are we looking at Tua Tagovailoa long-term for the Miami Dolphins? You know, the head coach isn't going to get fired, but my goodness, riding high is one of yeah. those fun teams in football, and you crashed and burned to end the season. Give me some off-season thoughts, possibly, for the Miami Dolphins here. 
So they, they've got, you know, keeping in mind, this is first year here for Coach McDaniel, right? So, yeah. um, but there's got to be some fundamental changes going on with this team. Number one, um, they got to address the defensive side of the ball. The defense, uh, weakest part of this team, they, they've got to get... Uh, they got to get some pieces here uh, figured out, namely uh, in the linebacking core, uh, because they have not been good at all. Teams have been able to take advantage of that. Uh, second, they got to figure out a way to be able to run the ball much better than what they did. Because, listen, if two is going to be a situation where, hey, listen, when he's on and he's in rhythm and he's healthy, it's great. But if he's not healthy... Teddy Bridgewater wasn't a bad signing. If you could run the ball, Donnie, they can't run the ball. Not that they can't, but their philosophy offensively is to throw it as many times as you can to Waddle and Hill and be in rhythm. But what happens when you're not in rhythm and two is not there? The 49ers showed us, what, five weeks ago? that what happens when you break up the rhythm of Tua and this offense? They have no second pitch. They have no off speed. They've got nothing else. If they could have ran the ball over the last five weeks, uh, like Carolina can, right? Or, or like some of the teams that we know, hey, 49ers, we're going to run it down your throat. Forget about the passing. They don't have that. Uh, and P.S., that's exactly why the Dolphins are where they're at. So a commitment to the running game next year and address the linebacking core of this Dolphins team. Uh, they got to be better on defense next year. Yeah, and stop blowing leads there, Miami Dolphins. Just hang on for one yeah, of these games. Get into the playoffs. Yeah. We'll see how it happens here. Exactly. Yep. You gotta if you have leads of a touchdown or more in the second half or even the fourth quarter, like yeah, with the Buffalo Bills game, you gotta win those yeah. any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Tampa Bay and Atlanta. This one is interesting because Todd Bowles is saying, like, yeah, you know what? We're gonna play our starters this week. I hope he means like they're gonna get like a snap or two and get out of there because I don't see the reason for playing your starters against Atlanta. However, this line opened up at a seven point favorite for Atlanta, figuring that the Bucks would be all back. Backups. But now you see midweek here until we get some of those press conferences from the coordinators and the head coaches of who's playing and who's not. It looks like that line is dipping now to a minus four and a half year at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Still is a favorite for the Falcons, but anticipating maybe Brady plays longer than he is supposed to. Where does this line end up and what should the Bucks do? Even a series or two from Brady? Like, what is that actually going to do getting them ready for the playoffs as opposed to maybe getting somebody hurt? So you deserve no games off, Tampa Bay. You suck. <laughs> the fact that you're even in this spot right now is hilarious here. You should have won this division, uh, you know, five weeks ago if you would have lived up to half of the potential that you had here. There are Here's the problem, Donnie, and I, and I agree with Coach Bowles. You run the risk of you finally got seen to have some things rolling in the right direction, right? Now, all of a sudden, you're going to sit everyone and think what? You're just going to flip a switch and, and then go. I think they have to maintain status quo. You have to go into the playoffs on a winning note. Build off of what, just, what you just did there at home last week and get your guys out there and make sure you handle business against the Falcons in a divisional matchup. Handle it. If you're as good as you think you are, uh, go out there, blow this game out early, and uh, and we'll talk about the second half. But if you go out there, you these starters go on, and it's a 3-3 game at the half. How do you pull the starters oh. without absolutely <laughs> ruining the fact or at least telling the whole world that you're tanking uh, on purpose uh, and Week 18 means nothing? So 
Go out, handle them, make it a 28-3 to game at the half, and then sit whoever you want. But if that doesn't happen, get out there and finish the game and handle your business and move into the playoffs on a winning note. Minnesota and Chicago. This one also interesting. FanDuel opened up this line at a minus two and a half point price point as a favorite for the Minnesota Vikings. That now has climbed to five and a half here because thoughts on maybe Justin Fields should play, should he not play. But also, you have to know the Chicago Bears are in full tank mode and are looking going, hey, Houston, help us out out here because we don't want to win this football game. Nothing really to play for for Minnesota outside of, oh, my goodness, we can't leave, you know, this final weeks of the season with such a bad taste in our mouth by getting hammered by the Packers. And also, you're going up against one of the worst defenses in football in the Bears. And Justin Jefferson says, hey, coach, if I go off, I can set the all-time record for wide receiving receiving yards. I can't imagine that Minnesota is going to play their starters all the way through. Will they? Well, they've got the number three seed locked up. Why? Um, because they threw up all over themselves uh, last week with a golden opportunity there to actually battle with the Eagles for the number one seed. But no, 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 they uh, they got throttled by Green Bay, left a very bad taste in them out, and here lies the problem. Because Minnesota lost that game, and the way they lost that game, what are you going to do, roll over for another divisional uh, rival here in the Bears and have the Bears... Uh, and you get smoked here, uh, you know, and then now you're rolling into the playoffs on a two-game losing streak. Like, there is motivation, or I should say, um, you know, the ability to be able to end the season on a winning note and and roll into the playoffs as we've seen in years past, right? Hot teams, you got to get back in the W here. So I, I think the philosophy is the same. Blow them out early. And we'll talk about the second half. But if you ain't blowing anybody out early in this game, guess what, Donnie? Yeah, uh, be prepared to play the whole game. You need to, you can't finish the season on a losing note because you know what? You know what happens, Donnie? Losing, yeah. it starts to spiral downhill. So whether you want it to or not, um, I think they need a victory in the worst way in this game against the Bears. You will see how it plays out here. One more game we'll get to. The Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles currently sitting at a spread of 14 mm. points. The Philadelphia Eagles are the favorite here, a total 42 and a half. Looks like we're probably going to get Tyrod Taylor for the Giants. Does this game increase higher than 14, or does it dip below 14 based on maybe Brian Dable going, hey, you know what? We are going to play our starters for a half in this game. Let's see what happens out here. What gives in this game, Joe, for you? Uh, what gives is we know what's at stake for the Eagles, right? But uh, same situation yeah. here with the Giants. Uh, you're going to what? Roll over for your divisional rivals who you are going to have to go through at some point if you plan on winning a Super Bowl? Like, oh, heck no. Set the tone. Set it in this game. Tyrod Taylor or no Tyrod Taylor. They are not. I would never, even if Danny Dines went in this game, I'm not laying two touchdowns in a divisional matchup with anybody, especially the Eagles, who have uh, been known to take off the second half once they have a lead early in game. So I would only look at the Giants in this matchup, grabbing those two touchdowns. 
Yeah, here's an interesting part, too. Like, if you like the Philadelphia Eagles and you think they're going to cover the 14, they're probably going to be up double digits at the half if the Giants are playing their backups here. But also at the same time, if Tyrod Taylor's start, he's had some NFL experience. Are the Philadelphia Eagles going to be pedal to the metal in the fourth quarter up, let's just say, 21 points? They're going to be pulling all the starters as well because nobody wants to get hurt. This is the reason why Week 18 is so special because you have a lot to talk about that's just not going on on the field, but what actually happens off of the field. A lot more topics to get to in the NFL. We're going to tell you what you need to know for Week 18 coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, right back at it here. NFL talk for week 18. It is always interesting for sure because there's so many elements. Typical handicappers and fans, Joe, we go each and every week saying, okay, we know who's playing. They're going to play hard. They want to win this football game. That's not the case in week 18. Some teams jockeying for playoff position. Some teams jockeying for draft position. So let's get it started right off the top. We previewed it in the last segment, the Jets and the Dolphins. My question, though, is, we sort of see how it's going to play out. Not really sure the Jets care all that much, but they'll probably play hard for Robert Sala. The Miami Dolphins trying to win this game to keep their playoff hopes alive. But the question is, who's starting for the Jets and Dolphins? And I don't mean defensive end, tackle, or DB, quarterback. And let's start with the New York Jets here. Is it going to be Mike White? Is it going to be Zach Wilson? And I've talked with Kevin a few times, Joe, this week already, saying it's not a bad look for Jets fans here. Keep your heads up. Because at least you have clarity entering into the offseason that you don't have your franchise guy anymore. It wasn't never good. It's not going to be Mike White. It's not going to be Zach Wilson. But who actually gets the start week 18 for the Jets? Listen, I, I, I think the decision had already been made the minute that uh, Mike White started in uh, Seattle. And he was always going to be the go-to option. You can't change your mind now. Um, you can't bring him back. He lost the locker room. Uh, you can't ask guys, the New York Jets, to go out there in week 18, no playoffs on a thing, to go and, you know, um, jeopardize anything for a guy. They they don't want anything to do with. I mean, Salah had no choice but to pull 
um, you know, Zach Wilson earlier on because because of his attitude, not mentioned because his play was awful, but the, the Jets players in that locker room were not willing to sacrifice and lay it all out on the line for him. Uh, so I don't know how you can turn that back. We've never seen a guy miraculously uh, win back the locker room, and I don't think they're going to do it in week 18. I think more damage... Uh, that damage has already been done, so I think Mike White, healthy enough, he gets the start here in this game. And if Bridgewater's finger can go and it doesn't hamper, they'll probably go that route. If not, you know, you're looking at Skylar Thompson again um, in a spot here going up against a Jets defense who, if I'm not mistaken, the Jets were the one who knocked out Teddy Bridgewater in that first game. Yes. Uh, and Sweet then Skylar Thompson yeah. got absolutely pummeled in the uh, in the second half. So if you want to know why this game has dropped from three to about a pick them, just refer to that first meeting there in New York uh, between these two teams. That's a good pull by you because that was the game that was after the Tua Tagovailoa start where everybody was on high alert. That's correct. And Teddy Bridgewater didn't even have a concussion, but yet they still didn't let him play in that game. So that was certainly an oddity here. And back to your point on Zach Wilson. He's the number two overall pick. We know he has the talent, but you hit the nail yep. on the head here. If you don't have the confidence of the guys in the locker room, it doesn't matter if you're the starter or the backup, because okay. as we've seen this year encapsulate, look at this. Backup quarterbacks are playing left and right due to injury, not injury, or whatever happens. If Zach Wilson runs in that huddle midway through the second quarter and the offensive linemen roll their eyes, it's never a good look here. So we'll see what the future holds for nope. Zach Wilson, but I don't think it's going to be with a New York Jet. Now, let's take a look at the Titans. And the reason we're going to bring this up, they actually have a really big game on Saturday night. Centerpiece, 8-15 Eastern. This game is going to kick off between the Titans and the Jaguars. The winner is going to get to go to the playoffs. You thought it probably was going to be Malik Willis, but an absolute curveball last week by Mike Vrabel starting Josh Dobbs and saying, hey, let's leave this door open for week 18. Well, the door has now been wide open. It's going to be Josh Dobbs as the starter, not Malik Willis. So a guy that's been there for the entire year knows the playbook mm -hmm. or take a guy that's been there under two weeks, barely knows the playoff, but he's going to get it in the biggest game of the year. Is that the correct decision for you, Joe? Dobbs over Willis? And where does this leave Malik Willis in that organization? Well, I, I think it leaves uh, Malik Willis where he was when they drafted him, a guy that they really did not want to have to play. A uh, guy for the future, a uh, a guy that would be able to sit behind uh, Tannehill and uh, company for a year or two. Let him. He was not ready. Everything we've seen from him, and he wasn't ready coming out of uh, Liberty either. That he was somehow going to be thrust in. Bryce Love out of Utah State. We saw Green Bay with what they're doing. The whole point was not to have to play him. And if you have to play him well, then there's a good chance things went terribly wrong with your season. Uh, but they have another option. I mean, we've watched now a couple of games with Malik Willis, and we just watched a game uh, with Dobbs. Who was more prepared uh, to be an NFL quarterback in a, in a game? Yeah. It was obviously Dice got more experience. Uh, he's been there and done that, for better or for worse. Yes, he hadn't played a game in a while, but nothing he did in that game would tell me it's a coin flip, man, really. Malik Willis or him. He gives you the best chance to win. He's on the roster. That's the guy you go with. But Malik Willis was always going to be a long-term project, was never meant to insert and play in year one. They knew it in camp. They knew he wasn't ready to go. 
And unfortunately, their season took a hard left, and they didn't have a choice but to have to play. It's incredible that comes up. Like, put it in layman's terms. Like, you're the local high school quarterback, right? Your team's okay. You're playing yep. decent football. Midway through the season, a kid transfers in who's, who's not a good – like, oh, he was All-State two years in a row. Just a normal kid. Hey, let me give him a practice or two on a Wednesday, Thursday. By the way, he takes your starting job on Saturday. Like, oh, hold on. Now, what happened here? Like, how did this get so bad? Like, Malik Willis, you're right, was never supposed to play this year. But my goodness, mm-hmm. they went to the scrap heap, brought somebody in. Like, hey, by the way, we have a chance to get in the playoffs. You're not the guy here. We're going to go with Joshua Dobbs. It'll be interesting the way that well, turns out. Well, they needed a the backup, season. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think but what happened exactly. was they brought him in, and they saw him in practice and went, <laughs> He's way we got to go with him, right? We got to go. He's more comfortable. He's, he picks it up better. So, I mean, it's no knock. The kid, you do more damage to Malik Willis by letting him go out there and get killed than you do by sitting him on the bench. It would be incredible. Josh Dobbs goes out there and wins the division after being in the house for 14 days and goes to the playoffs. That would be some tremendous stuff to watch it play out. Now, we're going to take a look again at Tampa mm. Bay, and we brought up this topic mm. in the previous segment. Is it, does it make sense here? Because I know I got the gist of your argument here, but for me, mm. I actually think you had the highest note of the season here if you're the Buccaneers. The passing game finally worked. Mike Evans woke up. Yeah, let's go out there and have Brady go uh, 2 of 14 in the first half with four sacks right. and play the entire second half to try to figure things out. Quickly again, the Bucks and the starters, are they playing? How long are they playing? Should they even play? I, listen, I, I do think because the, the biggest problem with this team all year long, Donnie, has been they just didn't feel like they were on the same page, right? They just felt yeah. like something was – the rhythm wasn't there. We – finally saw it starting to come together last week. And now all of a sudden, if you just abandon that and nobody plays this week, what do you think? It's just going to stick with you. I think you want to at least ride the momentum that you had in that game and take it to start this game. And like I said, handle business, all right? It's very simple. If you're up 21 to 3 at the half, there's really no need for you to have to play anybody in the second half. But I, without a doubt, am sending my guys out there to build off of that win we just had, the Evans and Brady combo. Where has that been all year? The defense showing up and getting to – where has that mm-hmm. been? Let these guys go out and show that they have found something early, and then you can sit them in the second half. First half, by the way, is the only way I would look in some of these games. That's true. The only way. That's true because – Yep, because you're at least going to get a quarter, quarter and a half. And if you're getting points there, maybe you can hang on. By the way, talk about getting points in a bad football team. We're going to talk Chicago Bears here. Lions beat them 41 to 10 last week. And and quite frankly, could have been 71 to 10 the way it wound up here. But Justin Fields threw for 75 yards, played the entire game in a 31-point blowout. Now, if we remember, the Chicago Bears hit at 3 and 13 on the season. They're actually 2-1 and one to start the year. So imagine that. It's been a long bit of losing here over the final months of the season for the Bears. Mm-hmm. But my question to you, Joe Ranieri, should we be playing Justin Fields in this final game of the season, getting more reps heading into the offseason, or do you risk? Because you know he's going to run 15 times for 125 yep. yards, take a beating like he did against the Lions. Is it safe, or are you just going to tank this game out and say, boy, I hope Houston wins so we can get that number one overall pick? Oh, well, listen, let's be realistic. They ain't gonna, they're probably ain't winning one way or the other. Uh, so it really doesn't make a difference. But I would uh, absolutely, uh, you know, you want to send, you want to end the year off on a positive note as best as possible. And yes, this kid needs reps. More than anything else, he needs 
absolute reps in game situations. And listen, if he's going to go into this game and have just a little bit of success, um, it, it's worth it because he needs to. He needs to be in these situations, good or bad. He needs to be in there. He needs to get the experience. So next year. They've got over $100 million to spend in the offseason here, Donnie, in cap space. They're going to spend it, and they're going to spend it by building around him. So uh, I think uh, if you played last week, there's no reason for you not to play this week in this matchup. Give him the reps. How about this one? Baker Mayfield here. Quick question. Uh, can he earn a starting job? Obviously not with the Rams. They want that to be Matthew Stafford. He's owed a lot of money and said he is coming back next year. But could Baker Mayfield with a win open up more eyes once again, final week of the season against the Seahawks in Seattle to knock them out of playoff contention? Can he be a starter in the NFL next year? Or could he just say, you know what? Comfortable here in L.A. for another year. I'll wait my chance and I'll rebuild my, you know, position at quarterback and also my looks yep. around the league can he be a starter can he be one next year absolutely he he can be i mean listen he has not hurt his stock by going mm -hmm. to the ram being traded to the rams and playing there because out of sight out of mind but the fact that you have now been involved and you have shown you know you went right into the middle of a situation with you went to a team that was tanking who are the champs right defending champs and you have shown with a little bit of talent around you your ability to pick up an offense, be a team player. I mean, he got the opportunity to save his career here, dying uh, by this move to the Rams. And you got to love a guy that's actually given the opportunity, has taken advantage of it. There are teams that are going to need a quarterback, maybe not the best teams in the world, but he can be a starter or your point is exact. He also could sit there and say, you know what? I don't mind hanging out uh, here. Maybe go to Tampa. Is Tom coming back? Don't know. Tampa's going to need a quarterback. The Rams, maybe Stafford decides not to come back. He's going to have options, which in this business is all you really want uh, when uh, in the offseason coming up. He will not be without a team uh, come training camp. That is for sure. Final question we'll ask you, which I love this one, because the Chargers can't move up any higher than the fifth seed, but they are playing for the fifth seed because they're licking their chops going, if we win this final game, we're going to get a chance to line up against either the Jaguars or the Titans, as opposed to the Chiefs, Bills, or the Bengals. Smart, in your opinion, Joe Ranieri, for the Chargers to go all in, risk it, just to stay in that fifth seed. I think they will. I, I think they're going to want to yeah. win. Uh, I, they're going to want to win this game. Um, and I think, well, listen, if they're going to win anything, they're going to have to go through one of those three teams anyway. Uh, but I do think that um, regardless of that, having everyone back healthy, the defense has gotten better. Um, I think they can win that game without uh, their full complement of weapons. I still think they're going to have an opportunity to win this game here this week and ultimately play Jacksonville or Tennessee. And uh, good luck there. You're going to have to do something. Either way, it's going to be on the road. So get ready. A lot of good stuff here to look forward to in Week 18 in NFL action. But as always, on a Wednesday morning, rising and grinding with us, it's Joe Ranieri. And he will continue in that capacity to rise and grind with us. Thank you, Joe Ranieri. Get some rest here because I'm talking Justin Jefferson next to close out the show. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, final segment of the day here for a Wednesday of the early line on the Sportsbook Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Donnie Wrightside and Joe Ranieri today on a Wednesday, powering through from 7 to 9 a.m. before as always handing it off to Ben Stevens and the morning after coming up next and the rest of your Sports Grid day. Talked about a lot of topics today. NCAA basketball, four games tonight you want to take a look at, as well as a full NBA card and also capping the day off, talking a lot of NFL, what could happen in Week 18 and also, the future of some of these football teams, depending on what actually does happen in week 18. But there's some interesting stuff here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, including Justin Jefferson and the Minnesota Vikings. Listen up. If you check out the FanDuel Sportsbook and you click on the tab under player props, there is one still listed, and that's for Justin Jefferson. Get this, over, under, 1,964 and a half yards, which means if he gets to 1,965 yards, he will be the all-time leading wide receiver in a single season in NFL history, breaking Megatron Calvin Johnson's record. Now, in order to get that, he's got to get 194 yards this week. Is it possible? I guess it is. Look at the team they're going up against. The Chicago Bears, absolutely horrendous. But if we look at the Minnesota Vikings here, who for all intents and purposes are probably locked into that number three overall seed with very little chance to move up and take over that number two seed for the San Francisco Giants, who are heavily favored in their game. Is it worth risking to say, hey, Kirk Cousins, my full offensive line and compliments of wide receivers to go out there just to get Justin Jefferson those 200 yards? Might have been a little bit easier to swallow this week, let's just say, if he needed 110 yards, 90 yards, or 75 yards. But he was shut down last week against the Green Bay Packers and Jair Alexander. Would it be great if Justin Jefferson breaks this? I don't think he is, but my goodness, look at this price point. 1,964 and a half yards. If he gets to that, that's a plus 440 price on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Keep in mind that it's this weekend because a lot of things are happening and maybe that goes down. Stay tuned for the morning after. Coming up next, 
Sports Radio on the Grid. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.